Welcome to episode 201 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird two stories in American politics. I'm Tina Jaramillo. And I'm Hillary Doherty. Hillary. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Me too. Um, we went to do karaoke last oh, night. Oh, God. I had too much to drink. I, me too. And, and otherwise, <laughs> and, uh, oh, Tina and I went to dinner beforehand. It was so, oh, so Dinner good. was so good. Oh, God damn it. That it was so good. food was so good. So we went to Furdo's Grill in Fort Lauderdale. If y'all don't, have never been there. If you're here, go check it out. It's so fucking yeah, it's good. Like, it's Lebanese. Shwarma, shwarma. Yeah, it's so yummy. <laughs> and the really hummus. And, and they're the nicest people too. Oh, so So nice. sweet. Yeah. So that was good. And then we went, met our friends at karaoke Tina did Dancing in the Dark by oh. Bruce motherfucking Springsteen. I never butchered a song more. Oh, than for, I here we go. No, 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 no. This is the you truth know what? this time. I was. So no, it's not true. <laughs> Don't believe this bullshit. I have video. If you, I have video evidence. I oh, have please. receipts as please. the children's like please. to say. Next time we're going to do it better for her though. Mm. I planned it. I was like, I need this for Hillary. Oh girl. You know, I was, I was living. so excited for I it. I was living <laughs> for it. I really was. When that song came out, I was like, look at this girl. Oh my God. And then we didn't see her again for two hours. And then we, yep. we all did a group song. <laughs> that was fun. The, 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 the DJ at this place. Girl, hold up. I want to say subpar, but hold, I think it's even below hold subpar. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up. We need to talk about this for a quick second. All right. I just saw this video on Twitter and it was this guy pulled up to like, I think like a Taco Bell or oh. a Dunkin' Donuts and he's videotaping, right? He pulls up and he, the, the guy's like, here's your coffee. Here's your thing, whatever, right? The kid is who's working there is probably in his early 20s. He looks tired. You know, when I see things like this, I think this kid's working three jobs yeah. and he's in school and he's yes. making, you know, trying to make ends meet. This piece of shit who pulled up says, you know, I'd like to give you a little advice. You know, every time I come here late at night. Okay, so it was late at night. That's right. Like, so two in the morning probably. This, the asshole is probably drinking, getting a cheeseburger or some shit, right? And he starts lecturing this kid about how he doesn't have a good attitude and you should be more positive what? when people pull up here. The kid's like this. He literally is just looking down like this at the ground. <laughs> like he's not even looking up. I'm like, bitch slap this motherfucker. Tell him to keep driving. Yeah, that's when you close the Stop window. Stop doing that. But here's the thing. So when we were watching the karaoke lady last night, I was thinking about this. Except this wasn't like, oh shit, I'm tired. Like when you're running a karaoke thing, no, you, you gotta, gotta be, be like, you yeah. gotta be ready to go. All right. You're like, and we, all, everybody? we all kind of agreed last night that Hillary would be the best karaoke DJ in the world of karaoke DJs. Yeah, I'm going to have a second you, wind, a second I'm telling career. you, <laughs> you could take over that place next week, next Friday and Saturday. Oh, please. You could uh, take over. Please. Because she needs to go. Well, first of all, she's not at the booth half the time. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing. She's just walking around she's either on her do, phone. Yeah, she's either sitting at the booth like this. In the corner with her legs up. Uh, uh, she's either. And then a song would end, right? So someone's done singing. A song would end. And the song keeps playing because this bitch is nowhere She's to be found. Nowhere. And it's supposed to be fast. And then yeah. she was she was not following the proper rotation. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I may not have been aware of a lot of things <laughs> yesterday, but I was aware of the rotation because yeah. I kept thinking of when we went and when, you know, um, other groups were going. And then it was like, oh, wait, do you want to just throw a song in before you leave? She was telling people. Okay. And then she would throw their names in because she knew them. And that would push everything back and around and... Yeah. 
But it was a good crowd, though. I'll tell you what. This family walked in, and every motherfucker like could wed- sing. It was like a wedding party. Yeah, they were, like, celebrating, like, her or- engagement or something. Yeah. And everyone could sing. And, I mean, they could and sing. And they had little girls singing. It was Ugh. so damn cute. It was, a, it was a fun night. Like, the the watching everybody was fun. We sang Wilson Phillips' Hold On For uh, One More Day. God, that I was even- good. Listen, what? I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> All I know is I was like, I need to be in the middle away from any microphone. Oh my God. <laughs> and then the whole point was like, all the girls get up to sing it and we're up there singing. We're like halfway through. We look up, there's Kate. Kate, what the fuck are you doing? Still sitting at the table. You were supposed to walk up here. She's not doing yeah, that. And she waved at us. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> get over here. Hold on for one more day. Don't you think That's about they're Bridesmaids, in the, in the, in the, the movie the, Bridesmaids, when they oh, sing at the I end? I picture them sitting uh, on the beach in that video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the wind's oh, blowing. With that, with China, was it, is it China film with that short hair? Someone's got the short blonde oh, hair. So cute. And like they're in like black and white or I can't yeah. remember, but they're on the beach. Oh, my God. So fucking cool. So Wilson fun. motherfucking Phyllis. Ooh. Um, yeah, so fun night. Yes. Fun night. Um, which we have to do. Now we got to do a holiday one. My favorite though was, um, one of our friends came and, um, this old person took a shine to her and was like her little grandpa. Yeah. It was cute. He said to her, you look like my granddaughter. And then he sang a song about rape. Well, I mean, what was was that song? From the 40s or something. Yeah. But he was like, and then I come home, I take you home and I reach for a kiss and you start crying. And I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) That's rapey, sir. Sir, that's rapey. But he could, he could hardly, you know, he was, but he was, he, was a Mitch, he could give Mitch McConnell a run for his money is what I'm oh. saying, is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's the, that's I the level of for, old. I would vote for him over Mitch McConnell. Yeah, for I sure. Mean. And then he comes over to, he comes over to our friend and he goes, can I take a picture of you? <laughs> because she looked like the granddaughter. I'm like, he's going to jerk off to that later. I'm sorry, but this is fucking not right. <laughs> and then our friend's like, I don't think you gotta be can. nice to old people. I was oh, like, she's so you cute. don't think he can? That's, let me tell no. you something. Let me tell you something about no, men. No, he can't. Till their dying day. No. Till their dying day, they no, will be no, touching no. their penises. Maybe he'll touch it, but I don't think anything's happening. Well, you know. Glory days. <laughs> All right, let's get into okay. it. Okay. Stop talking about old men jerking off. <laughs> what kind of fucking podcast? I guess we're not for everybody. <laughs> we're not for everybody. <laughs> we're not for everybody. We're apparently. not, but you know what? Oh, so no. what? You don't want to talk about grandpa jerking off then? Fuck you. Go to Vegas. There's plenty of podcasts you can go yeah. look and listen to. All right, let, let, okay. Let, let, go. All right. So I have a couple of Florida. Well, one, yeah. one main, um, uh, two Florida thing. One is Florida put that state bill forward. Ooh, 476. It's a civil liability to fetuses uh, law that they want to put forward, which basically would allow for people who help someone uh, get an abortion, be sued. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this, like just, you know, not every uh, case of abortion is from rape or uh, what have you, but, you know, potentially could a rapist then sue his yes. victim? You know what I mean? Yes. Or if someone is in an abusive relationship that they're trying to get out of and, and, and you know, now they find themselves, pre- you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I just... This is outrageous. Wasn't and it's happening in other states. Yeah. You know. Well, this is the, this is Texas. This is us copying Texas. Yes, yes, Is what yes. this is. But, you know, the six-week abortion ban, we're still waiting for the Florida Supreme Court. We're probably going to hear next week right before Thanksgiving. So we can sit at the table and 
thank be thankful for all the things we have in Florida. Uh, but we have a very conservative Supreme Court, and we're supposed to hear whether uh, they challenge the six-week abortion ban. So right now we're still at 15 weeks, but when the Supreme Court comes back next week and says, no, this is, uh, or maybe when this, maybe with the day this podcast comes out, uh, yeah. they'll, we'll find out that it is legal to invade someone's privacy and force them. I mean, imagine uh, with that. With a six-week mark. And imagine then within that. 30 days, it's, it takes effect and we will be at a six-week ban. So you thought that was worse because that's a heartbeat bill. There are women who are pregnant for six weeks and don't know, and now they're out of options. And so now we didn't think it could get worse, except yeah. now it, it could get worse. worse. It yeah. always gets worse. Um, the only kind of good thing that came out of Florida was um, that the Florida Supreme Court said that uh, they can't enforce the drug no, ban. That's the United States Supreme Court. Oh, that's SCOTUS. SCOTUS said that. Oh, well, there we go. Absolutely. So okay, I didn't realize that. Because Florida I thought, said, I thought it upheld it, I, and then they challenged it again. For, that was a unit. Well, hold on. Let me double check, but I'm pretty sure that that was the Supreme Court. Either way. Either way. Because I was shocked. He can't. Yeah. Um, either way, he cannot, uh, yeah, enforce Supreme the law. Court. It's a Supreme Court. Supreme Court says Florida can't enforce anti-drag law yeah, because that's why I remember it was a Supreme Court because I remember when they flew it up that flagpole, I was like, wow, we really have nothing else to do here. We're putting this in front of SCOTUS. Yeah. Like, Jesus, how embarrassing for you, sir. Now he's on the road and the polls coming out about DeSantis, it is I he's just, at the bottom. I was like, what he's at the bottom bitch. of every poll. What? And by the way, he's fourth in Florida. My favorite Florida. Thing, the, my favorite thing happening with DeSantis right now are the DeSantis deep fakes. Have you seen these? You sent one to me and I was, I oh, was there's scared. Another I was one. Scared. There's another one where he's like in a dress with long hair and he's just like, you know, it's so good. Mm -mm. I mean, the AI thing, that whole thing is scary. Yeah. But the fact that they're making these about him like he it must be driving oh, him insane. absolutely that'll be another law that's gonna insane. be presented did, uh, did i send you, you the can't one? use so-and-so's image like that'll right. be the next well thing. i mean really no i don't like it yeah you I, really i don't think that you should use anyone's image and people think that that's that person i mean this is clearly a, a deep fake yeah. you can tell like that there it's a parody um but um did i send you the one where it's is him talking about the boots and like yes how it's that's when you sent me yeah 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 so funny <laughs> oh my god yeah, um, him slipping the polls has got to be, it has to be the fucking most humiliating thing for him. And I'm wondering like, so Tim Scott's out, like when is DeSantis going to leave? Like he's what, never, when is that going to happen? He's Before never going to leave. And you I think, think he's, he's staying until March. I don't know. And he also, I, didn't he put something out like that he doesn't want VP or oh, something no, none like of the, that? Don't worry, you're not going yeah. to be VP. But also like, here's the other thing. Would you, do you think that it's humiliating for him to be on the ballot in Florida in March and lose by a by a fucking mile country oh mile God. right or to just get out before that and and avoid that humiliation because he's going to be fucking humiliated in his own state and then he's got to still be the pre the uh president the governor here for three years oh like what God. the fuck my my thing that i'm kind of i don't know just i, I i'm very anxious and i like that desantis is losing but i do not like that trump is still yeah, the Ooh. front runner in what this. What is it? Is wild. It, it's it's it's. We are living in two different worlds yeah. and two different realities. Yeah, completely, completely. But it's here. Here's the thing. I think about Trump voters that I still don't understand. I don't. Get How it. can they put on blockers? Because it was really about like a big issue for these Republican voters or that base is immigration and jobs, like the economy. 
But so they, they're like, yeah, we know Trump is crazy, but they're able to do this because immigration and jobs is so much more important. They think that he'll be better than Biden. He's but, not. But he's going to be so his, much the, worse the, the, on the, the everything econ- else. The economy is going to tank under Trump. But like immigration, when we're going to have an abortion ban, when they're going to, like, he's going to be going after judges. He's going to be going after his enemies. Like, he's already <laughs> said that. He's yeah. quoting fucking Hitler in speeches at this point. Yeah. And you would rather do that because he better be better. By the way, Immigration, Obama and Biden are pretty fucking hard. They are. They called Obama the deporter in chief. Biden, he's cracking down on laws that do like the he just upheld a bunch of Trump immigration laws, like signed them back into yeah. law. So I don't know where they're coming up with this immigration. And the they economy, need more money at the border. And they the, need money at the border. And the economy, he's been great with. Yeah, absolutely. So I, come on. But they don't see that. I watch no. these videos it's all the so time. It's so weird. It's so of, weird. Of people who go, like, they're like Jordan Klepper types who go to these Trump rallies. And there's one who's like a young kid that does it, like a college kid. And he interviews these people. And he will he will counter them with facts. And yeah. they still, it, it, it doesn't matter. Oh, and, you know, I watched the end, finally, of Fall of the House of Usher. Oh, yeah. Which, and there were so many to me. I mean, it was clearly they're taking shots at, like, the GOP. Yes, and, yes. and Trump, when she makes that statement about Fifth Avenue. Yes. At the end. And I was watching that, and I was like, wow, you know, there's people, you know, that that are aware of the danger. Yeah. You know, of what this is. But then the rest of the people that just, it's like they sign their souls away. Right. Or, and, and here's the worst part. How... Uh, we we were talking uh. about off the off the air before of like how looking back like you've you're in the middle of witnessing horrible shit happening in the world and not understanding how we're not shutting it down like when I we were talking about nine eleven I said you know we we're going into Iraq and people were, there were mass protests like yeah we shouldn't be going here Dixie chicks yeah we don't stand with this they get I, went, I told you I told like, you I went to an anti war yes, rally in yes, DC yes. But like there, there was people saying this isn't a good idea, and it took years for us mainstream to understand that was a huge mistake. But we were watching us but, but go into a country and it's a hundreds of thousands of innocent Iraqis killed, murdered in this war, unrest, unrest in the area. So like, when you see like January sixth, the fact that we today have people who don't think that that was a major incident is why they don't to me. see they don't believe it's an insurrection it's insane it's insane yeah. i mean to go back they and think watch it's a the, protest that they say right it's now, just a protest it is so crazy that is not normal behavior no. it never really has been since you know civil war times like that's not a thing that's supposed to fucking happen and when it does you're supposed to, supposed to shut it the fuck down like as the president you're supposed to do that he kept it going he thought they were doing the right thing. And imagine and and the, oh, here's this, the the other the other side of it is like the point of January 6th was to overturn the 2020 election cuz he didn't like the results. Right. That's the backbone of how our country has been able to stand for hundreds of years, right? Yeah. Is democracy, voting, every person gets a voice. We have free and fair free well, and fair elections. Well, we're supposed to have right? free and fair. We elections. accept the results of the elections. We don't do this. Like I was thinking, maybe I said at the time, but like these primaries that just happened in a, a couple weeks ago, like across the country, like nobody was going, this wasn't a fair election. Right. This was stolen. How 
nice to have an experience again right. where someone wasn't screaming about well, how because they were this primaries. election wasn't right. I know, but yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we accept the results right. because that's how we, we but respect somehow, the process. Right. And like, he's against that. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. If this guy gets elected president again, he already went through, right, uh, 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 trying to maintain power. And he's probably thought about where he went wrong in that. Yeah. And what's he going to do to try to maintain power the next time? Yeah. And make it work for him. Absolutely. Come That's on. Absolutely what's like, going to happen. I mean, but like we've what's going to happen in four years? He's going to try to run again. And if God, you know, God forbid he won. God forbid he runs again and loses. But now he's got who knows what he has in place to for like say they have the house and the Senate. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or I, I don't know. It's bad. This is bad. Yeah. This is bad. Well, I also think that, you Scary. know, for like you mentioned a few weeks ago, we've never had a, a war on the soil in so many of our lifetimes, right? Like it's been hundreds of years. So like, we don't really know. And that insurrection was a peek behind that curtain. Yeah. Like if that didn't scare you, that could happen on every level of government. If they could be coming into your houses, they could right. be putting a mark on your door of like who, what party you belong to. Like we don't know the level or how far this will go because we've seen it in other countries. That was a warning. How are you not taking it as that? That was a clear line of this person doesn't respect rule of law, doesn't respect law enforcement, doesn't respect human life. But people, people actually died on January yes. 6th they, and officers have committed suicide since then because of the trauma of that. Like that doesn't actually ring as something's fucking wrong here with you guys. And the irony is the irony is that they say they're the law and order right. people. Like that's the whole, that's the thing that blows my mind the most is that they think they're for law and order when they're not for law and order. But they, it's, they believe everything. Again, I say it all the time. Everyone should just go read 1984 so you can understand how this happens. Or get the Cliff's Notes, <laughs> which was what I or, would do. Yeah, well, now the kids do uh, Spark Notes. Well, not even Spark Notes anymore. It's Schmoop. Tina knows all the tricks. I know all the tricks of She's the trade. Not, don't try to okay. pull it over on this one. All the tricks of the trade. Um, <laughs> so, so there was a lot of flooding uh, this week in, in in South Florida. I mean, I got to tell you, there. so we had a huge storm in April. And yes. there was flooding all down Broward Boulevard, yes. which is the main part of Broward. And cars are floating down the fucking street. I mean, street. it was better houses this neighborhoods, time. Houses and neighborhoods were flooded. It was really catastrophic storm. Of yeah. course, DeSantis was on the road, remember? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the mayor of Fort Lauderdale couldn't get him on the fucking horn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So we, we have another boots, storm. Though. We had I mean, another. We got those boots. Yeah. Well. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> fuck. Fuck y'all. I'm good. Um. He. So we had another storm this week, and it was. I mean, that rain coming down. Holy it was nonstop. Shit. It was for literally, literally like twenty four hours. It was twenty four hours of rain. Yeah. Of heavy rain. Yeah. And so they said uh, that Fort Lauderdale has received hundred and two inches of rain this year, the highest of any city in the country, and the year's not over. And it's cloudy out right now. So I, I just wish that we could get a little bit more prepared as well South Florida in general because there's flooding in Pompano. Like schools have to shut down. When schools have to shut down because it rained the day before. It's a problem. I mean, it's and it's not even just like public schools. Private schools were closed too. No, like no. People can't you get, can't get on the road. They can't they go can't, down you the can't streets. Run. The thing is when you have the buses, because of the size of the buses, 
if there's wind over certain miles per hour or even with the water, like they can't navigate it. So you, and you can't have kids sitting in those buses. Right. It's crazy. And, and it, it's not even just schools. Courthouse was shut down. Yes. There were certain Any municipali- public, yeah, yes, municipalities yeah. were shut down for business for rain. Like we are, at, by the way, can everybody please start to notice these things that yeah. the whole world shouldn't shut down because we had a rainstorm. And instead sh- of, yeah. we should be doing things to make sure that we're actually able to function because it's going to get worse. Like the storms and the weather. Why are we not preparing for those things? I mean, yeah. it's, we're a coastal motherfucking state. Yeah. And instead of, you know, six week bands and trans bands and drag oh, bands God. and whatever bands, you know, how about, I mean, God, for how many years, 20 something years, we were supposed to be fixing the Everglades, which is our water supply in the state of Florida. That's our water. Like people don't wear, like that is our source of water. Are we going to outsource our water now because we don't want regulations and things to fix the ever? They've been waiting and waiting and waiting and everything is always all bullshit with bureaucracy. <sighs> and they could be spending, listening to scientists. Instead, we had that stupid Rick Scott. Remember there was a gag order yeah, you can't say that no one change. could say climate change. <laughs> no one who was a state who worked for like the state could use the word climate change. See, when th- let me tell you what's This is happen. insane. So we have had decades of warning and warning and warning, and it's going to be too late. When We're going to be underwater. But when they start coming for people, when the, when the people finally rise up, because that will be the, what happens next, Rick Scott's demise is going to be around climate change, Ugh. right? Like his thing's going to be like, put him out in the sun, right? Yeah. Like the sun is now two inches from my face. Yeah. Put him out there. Remember Let climate shri- change? Yeah, go shrivel up. <laughs> go, go figure that out. Rick Scott. Oh, what a jerk. Um, I'm going to watch. So a couple, two other things. The, oh, um, I have, I have two things too. Okay, go, go, go. Oh, okay. Okay. So one, there was a city in Tennessee. Did you hear this? Oh yeah. There's a city in Tennessee now that has banned public homosexuality. What I don't understand. What is? I, I feel like every week we say I don't understand. What does that even mean? What does that even mean? If there's no any flags, display, no holding hands, yeah, no, no display of anything. Oh. And it's a small town in Tennessee, but and it's are they're already like enacting this law? Like what? What? What are we doing? I I don't get it. Have also, I, like what? Why don't you have anything else do to care? do? I just don't get it. You don't it. have anything else to fucking do. <laughs> That town doesn't need anything else. Like, go read books to kids at the Are library. Are there jobs at that town? Go for a fucking walk. Like, can't you find something else to do except harassing people? What the fuck? And also, like, what happened that led to that? What happened? You just some, want to be- Some old you just lady want got people, upset about something, You want sure. people across the country to be writing about you? Is that what you want to do? You want to be famous because you're a fucking bigot? Is that what your mama would want yeah. for you? And I can't imagine that it's everyone in that town. There's, it's always a few people. And also, if it's a small town and there are gay people there, like, you know you, who they are, yeah. I'm sure. Why are you doing this to them? They just want to live a fucking quiet life. Leave them alone. God. Fucking bigots. Die already. Ooh. Fucking die. Why don't you just die? Hi. And do us all a fucking favor. <laughs> well... You know, there's kids. I can't. I, I got to no, tell no, no. you, growing up, we did not know gay people in school. Well, if you knew, it was a knew. wink and an eye and yeah. they would tell you and you don't tell anybody yes. because it wasn't accepted and known. Right. My and children don't go to school like that. No. Is that what we're trying to do now? Raise and fucking bigots again? And Get I was the also. Fuck out. Who needs this? I was also at school where kids were treated very poorly. Of if course. it was suspected that they of were. Of course. And um, it, it's. 
it was you a lived terrible in fear. thing. You lived in fear. It was a terrible thing to witness. Um, and, you know, the fact that, you know, even we've talked about this before, how people would go on talk shows and things to come out to their families because oh my like God. you couldn't, it wasn't accepted, right? So like you had to use this platform to try to, you know, talk to your family without, you know, uh, maybe things blowing up. You put it on a public forum, you know? And today it's not like that. People can be free to be whatever they want and nobody cares. The kids, you know, I, I've seen so many posts where people are like, you know, I took my kid to church. Uh, my kid, we never saw a rainbow flag. There was never rainbow merch anywhere. Guess what? My son was still gay, right? So like stupid. it's like these things do not make people gay. It makes people empathetic and accepting of others. Like I, I, it's, and what kind of person wants to raise their child to hate other people and not have empathy for other people? Here's the other part of it. Nobody wants to, to touch you. Nobody's yeah. trying to touch your old wrinkly ass dick. Nobody wants you. Nobody's looking at you funny. I mean, I don't know why you're so fucking miserable, but get the fuck away from people yeah. who are happy. And also like just trying to live their lives. They're just trying to exist like everybody else. I, like, I just, and now you are going to make it harder for them. Why? So um, how about a positive thing? All right, please. Let me put a God little damn positive. it, Debbie Downer. So, Lavar Burton <laughs> oh, yeah, of yeah. Reading Rainbow. I love him. He was, um, he replaced, I think it was Drew Barrymore as the host oh, yeah, of the, book thing? <laughs> the National Book Awards. Canceled. Uh, canceled. And um, he said, before we get going, are there any moms for liberty in the house? No? Good. Because then hands will not need to be thrown tonight. <laughs> How amazing is that? Like he's going to throw, the, I, I'm like, I'm ready. Let's go. I would, if, would you not get into like a mob brawl fight with LeVar uh, uh, Burton leading the pack and, oh, and attacking moms for liberty? Yeah, I would do that. I mean, okay, although, no. although, oh, wait, 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 no, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't attack anybody. I don't know if I could be counted on. Like Emma was saying last night, she's like, if anything happens over here, we got to fight. And I was like, she's like, we might have to fight. And I was like, you see that emergency exit? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, you'll see the last thing you see is my blonde hair going through that door. <laughs> like, I'm not fucking fighting anybody. I got to protect the money maker, bitch. No, that's true. That's true. We don't. <laughs> uh, but Monster Liberty, absolutely. I mean, at the very least, you find a book and you smack him in the head with it because I mean, they got to wake up. They got to wake the fuck up. There's that lady that called the police at the library. Oh, yeah. it's She called the police for pornography. It wasn't pornographic. The police are like, we can't do anything. And also the police are like, it's, why am I here? I'm for, this is imagine, not an emergency. Imagine that this is what the time that is being wasted. Somebody, there could be something happening, someone getting hurt, but because they're standing in the library with your stupid ass, you know, it is, and and. And by the way, can I say something else? How are you calling the police on this on a I librarian? Don't I don't know how this is a real thing, but it fucking is. When you see these Moms for Liberty people, they look fucking worn out. And they, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, especially that library lady, like, oh, honey, yeah. you, you, there is something going she on. She needs to go to the spa. The, the whole, you just need to chill the fuck out. I mean, I... <laughs> I have advice, but I don't know if it's appropriate. Oh, oh, get fucked. And I There's don't mean something. like, fuck off. I mean, you need to get fucked. You need something. <laughs> I mean, something. You're too busy. Too busy with this. And bothering people. Librarians, what do they make? $12 an hour? I know. They're over here. Their fucking books are so excited about putting books away. 
What are you bothering these motherfuckers for? Yeah, leave them alone. But even the ones like uh, those two that the ones that started Monster Liberty, I just saw a picture of them on Twitter and they were holding these like Patriot Awards from some hacky fucking <laughs> award ceremony. And they're like, they're like this. And I'm like, there's no difference between the, the way they look and the fucking Joker. <laughs> like there's no, tell me the difference. Show me the difference between these two. There's no fucking difference because they are, their eyes start to look crazy their fucking, their smiles from ear to ear is well, bizarre. And then they have a weird, they all, they often have like a similar hairdo. Yeah, they're all looking Trump, those Trump women hair like, like the Brenda Fam-ish. That's the only way I can describe it is look at a Brenda Fam from Broward County. They look like that. There's this weird, I'm a professional, but also I'm a super mom kind of look, you know, where I've got, <laughs> I'm, I'm a super the mom. is perfect. And, you know, I'm going to ban books because pornography pornography yeah find bitch, you wouldn't know pornography if it came up and slapped you in the face and I if know. it did you'd be like oh, is this what i've been missing yeah because this is hot and i don't know what i've been doing with my time except what 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 have you been doing it's not my fault that you have to make peanut butter and jelly every day and drive your kids to fucking school yeah, but you can and your husband don't fuck you anymore Ooh. not my fucking fault <laughs> don't blame mike my, my, my kids can't read books Get the fuck out of here all right <sighs> tina all, all right, right is mom. that it that's all i had <laughs> okay I have been watching, well, I just finished it last night. The fucking best show. This show is so fucking good. It's on Amazon Prime. You would love it. Well, maybe, I don't know what. But it's called This Is High School. Oh. It's a reality show. <gasps> it was filmed in 2016 in Canada. Oh. So it's secondary primary school. So it's eighth grade through 12th grade yeah. or 11th. I don't know what the fuck they go to. Canada has good schools. This is so good. And every episode focuses on like two students. So like one of the episodes is like a high achiever. The other one's like an underachiever. And they show the different ways they go through school. And like the first episode is all about these eighth grade boys, which I saw my son so much in one of these kids. And it's just so good. But the teachers, Tina, the teachers, holy shit. Like the way they care for these kids. And I, I kept thinking, is this how Tina is with the, with the kids <laughs> like in the classroom? Like if kid needs a little extra help, they encourage them, they push them or help them like be more social or if they're really nerdy or one of the kids has autism and this one science teacher is like, is such a good friend to him. Aww. And it is so fucking heartwarming and amazing, but also like dealing with teens and the teens with their phones and their interactions. Yeah. It is so Good. Oh, I'll have to. Oh, I don't have it. Oh, but I do have some like weird free Amazon thing on my app. Oh, you got to watch it. It's called This that's Is High School. I saw the jury. Jury duty. Duty on that <laughs> one. So maybe that will be on there too. Another good show. You have to tell me the name of it again. Okay. It's just high school? This is high school. This is high school. It's really good. I, I, mean, I loved it. It might be too much for me. I was thinking <laughs> this is like watching, you might as well be at, at work. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to let everybody know that this is coming out the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy gobble gobble. We are thankful for you. Yes. We are. We're, thank we're very thankful for you. And I'm thankful for Tina. <gasps> <laughs> I'm very thankful for Hillary. Yes. So. I'm, th I, I'm, oh. I'm thankful so much for you. Oh, I just feel like you are just, I tell you you're my soulmate, but it's true. Oh. And I told my husband that and I'm like, don't you believe in soulmates? And he's like, ah, that's all a crock. I'm like, well, Hillary's my soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. And I love just, I love like our friends. Oh I my love, God, so you fun. know, it's just um, a lovely group of people and it's just been very lovely. Yeah. It's nice to have that social support. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
We are not going to record Thanksgiving weekend. We're taking Sorry. over. We're on vacay. We, this okay. is it. This is our last until December. This is our last <gasps> episode. And then, <laughs> so the week after Thanksgiving, we're going to be putting out a special Patreon episode. Yes. Uh, our Patreon listeners have already heard them. Uh, thank you for, for your support. Uh, but we wanted to like highlight what we yes. do on Patreon and how you should come join us for $2, $5, or $10 yes. a month. We and have, it's ridiculousness. every week, every it's week ridiculousness. we put up, uh, <laughs> yeah, we put up a different episode. And so there will be a double episode of Patreon, uh, in that I think it's a good 40 minutes, but it's, uh, we played F Mary kill and we played <laughs> forget the lyrics quiz. And those are both on there, oh but in between the game, we talk about different things and, it's really it's good. Yeah. yeah. I think I, you I guys will like it. I don't know. So we'll be back uh, for episode 202 and on December 6th. Ooh, look at we that. We will see you we then. We got some vacay happening. Oh, God. So and nice. I need it. I got I mean, I'm doing the bird this year. Yeah, you're Again. doing all the work. I'm, do, I'm doing green bean casserole and two pies. <gasps> oh. But I will be buying the pies. But I make very good green bean casserole. I bet you it's the best green bean it's casserole so fuck, I do fresh beans. <gasps> Oh my God. What do you put in it? Do you put almonds? Ew. No. no I know, no, no. Some people put almonds. That's what I I'm can't asking. do this. I can't put nuts on things. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, my what face. about salad? You don't like nuts? Like, um, like if they're like a candied. No, like, no, 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 no. I can't have a sweet salad. You can't do regular salad with like a feta cheese or, no, no, or no. I've had like a strawberry. I, I can't do sweet. I can't do sweet salad. You can't do sweet? No, no, no. Oh, it's not for one me. of my favorite salads is. Um, with like gorgonzola and yeah. cranberries no, and no, no, nuts no. and like the no oh it's so good can't have it won't oh. do it won't have it okay all right it's good to know <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh god. my god all right well listen <laughs> let's get going in this okay oh so hey this is grabman brisket podcast join us every monday where we talk about the latest trends in barbecue interviews with world top pit masters Celebrity cooks. Ooh, like uh, Wee Man from Jackass. And musicians. Like Rich O'Toole. So check us out. We do beer reviews, barbecue fails. So many fires. Dude, a lot of people just burn their houses down for no reason. We also talk about cocaine hippos versus meth gators. Learn how to make some tailgate gravy. Altercations with Texas Rangers. People throwing Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah. So check out grabthebrisket.com for podcast info, viral social media posts, and so much more. So today... <gasps> We're going back to PA. Uh-oh. For Miss Thang over here. Over her. And we're going to talk about the ghost town of Centralia, Ooh, Pennsylvania. I Have you ever heard of this? Story. No. You don't know the story? No. Oh, thank God. I was so worried that you were going to know what it is. You know Tina is from PA. I am. I am. What side? What, what part, though? Northwestern. Uh, oh. Central. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. This let's might, this do is, it. might be near me. Maybe. Yeah. Oop. All right, you ready for story time? I am ready. Oh, and it's a ghosty story, which <laughs> is perfect for fall. Yeah. Don't you feel like I did it on purpose? Are like fall time of Absolutely, the year. Of right? course. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Halloween, even though it's past Halloween, it just feels like. And I've always wanted to do, you know, like you go to like, you know, North Carolina or St. Yeah. Augustine and it's like, come do the, the haunted tour. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, where they tell you drink hot cocoa and a horse and buggy and they tell you ghost stories. It sounds awesome. Doesn't that sound fun? Right. Well. You live in South Florida where it's like palm I mean, trees where and am I going? rain in your face and, in November. Yeah. Oh, and the beaches are always degrees. so nice. Yeah. The beaches are always so nice right now, though. This sucks, this rain. Yeah. It's probably snowing somewhere out there. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry that we have sorry. sunshine. Okay. So sorry. sorry that we have sun. I really have a hard time bragging about Florida, though. <laughs> 
We gotta have really something. Do. Can we have a yeah. little something? Can we have like, something? So, I mean, we got the sunshine. Everything else sucks. <laughs> We're in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Every other way in the state. By the way, did you just We see, got some sunshine. Did you see that, like... <laughs> Disney released these numbers. They were responsible for like $700 billion being pumped into the economy last year. <laughs> like well, the highest, highest grossing company that I, like I is Disney. And they're making sure that that PR is getting out because <laughs> he wanted, you know, he wanted to drop that lawsuit. And they're like, no, no, we're going to keep going. No, oh thanks. my God. We're he's such keep a, going. he's so dumb. Because it looks so bad for him. He does not see I, I the just, forest through the, the trees. absolute you know? miscalculation of, my ideas are great. We're going to enforce the worst dra draconious kind of fucking yeah. fascist shit on the state because that's going to help me win the presidency. No. And the whole country was like, bitch, what? That f with those fucking boots, those boots trying to scroll through the fucking oh stage. And he's like, yeah, oh my God. That was he so funny so, when he was trying to walk. What a bizarre motherfucker. I, how did he get this far? How? 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 I don't know. He's no... <laughs> Okay, the ghost town of Centralia, Pennsylvania. So Centralia is a borough and near ghost town in Columbia County, Pennsylvania. Its population has declined from 1,000 people in 1980 to five residents in 2020. No. Yeah, we'll get into the whole story how really did, is like, wait, what? How did, why did this happen? Why are they still there? We'll get into it. Do, so it's the least populated municipality in Pennsylvania. And I found this story because I was like, what's some weird ass shit in a city in the United States? And this one came up and I was like, oh, this is so good. So many of the, uh, the little history of Centralia, many of the Native American tribes in what is now Columbia County, uh, Pennsylvania, sold the land that makes up Centralia to colonial, or colonial agents, the white man, in 1749 for 500 pounds. In 1770, during the construction of the Reading Road, uh, you know, rail, the railroad, uh, which stretched from Reading to Fort Augusta, settlers surveyed and explored the land. A large portion of the Reading Railroad was developed later as Route 61, the main highway east into south into and south of Centralia. In 1793, Robert Morris, a hero of the Revo oh. Revolutionary War. There's a, there's a, yeah, there's a college named after Okay. Him. And the signatory of the Declaration of Independence acquired a third of Centralia's valley land. When he declared bankruptcy in 1798, the land was surrendered to the Bank of the United States. A French sea captain named Stephen Gerard purchased Morris's land for $30,000, including 68 tracts of land east of Morris's. He had learned that there was an, a anthracite coal in the region anthracite oh. coal oh i don't know what that so, is coal just a type like of coal, coal. yeah the, uh, the centralia coal deposits were largely overlooked before the construction of the, the mine run, run railroad in 1854 so this guy bought it it's like striking oil yeah. basically right oh, and no, he no, had, no. They, nobody like even that more right like, didn't and now know. it's like a mining town yeah and he's getting all that money yeah wow in 1842 centralia's land was bought by the locust mountain coal and iron company Alexander Ray, a mining engineer, moved his family in and began planning a village, laying out streets and lots of for development. It's just so cool that like here's the beginning of a city. Yeah, it's so fucking cool to yeah, me. Yeah, because they're they're probably like, well, we gotta we gotta uh, yeah uh, dig mine the land. Yeah, and so we're gonna need miners, and they gotta have somewhere to live, yeah. and then you know gotta have schools, they're gonna yeah. have their families, they're gonna have we need a church, yeah. blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so Ray named the town Centre Centerville, but in 1865 had to change it to Centralia because the U.S. Post Office already had a Centerville in Schuylkill County. Okay, 
So the mining, the first two mines in Centralia opened in 1856, the Locust Run Mine and the Coal Ridge Mine. Afterward came the Hazeldell Colliery Mine in 1860, the Centralia Mine in 1862, and the Continental Mine in 1863. The so there's a whole bunch being set up right? They're all going in. It's, it's a major part of the city. The Continental uh, was located on Stephen Gerard's former estate. Branching from the Lehigh Valley Railroad, the Lehigh and Mahoney Railroad was constructed to Centralia in 1865. It enabled transport and expansion of Central Centralia's coal sales to markets in eastern Pennsylvania. Centralia was incorporated as a borough in 1866. And of course, like I said, the principal employer was this anthracite coal industry. So here's a side story that I just could not let go of before we get into the major incident, like oh, Tina likes yeah. to say. Uh, this story, I don't know. I found it very interesting and also like probably could be its own muck thing. Ooh. But Alexander Ray, who founded the town, okay. he was murdered in his buggy Ooh. by members of the Molly Maguires <gasps> on October 17th, 1868, during the trip between a trip between Centralia and Mount Carmel. So I'm like, who the fuck? Are, is, are the Molly Maguires? Yeah. What is this? So the Molly Maguires was an Irish 19th century secret society active in Ireland, Liverpool, and parts of the Eastern United States. Best known for their activism among Irish American and I Irish immigrant coal miners in Pennsylvania. Wow. So they were for like, they were like union guys who would fucking murder you. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I mean, you got to get stuff done. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you just might have to slit a throat yeah, or two. Yeah, I mean. After a series of often violent conflicts, 20 suspected members of the Molly Maguires were convicted of murder and other crimes and were executed by hanging in 1877 and 1878. The history remains part of local Pennsylvania lore and the actual facts are debated among historians, but three men were eventually convicted of Alexander Ray's death and hanged on March 25th, 1878. Several other murders and incidents of arson also took place during the violence as Centralia was a hotbed for Molly Maguire's activity during the 1860s to organize a mine workers union in order to improve wages and working conditions. Wow, because you know. Oh no, they were, you know. I can't even They're imagine. dying. They're dying from whatever imagine. they're inhaling. Yeah. Um, a legend among locals in Centralia tells that Father Daniel Ignatius McDermott, the first Roman Catholic priest to call Centralia home, cursed the land <gasps> in retaliation for being assaulted by three of the Maguires in 1869. Now, uh oh. I, I don't know about you, but to uh -oh. me, when I read this, I was like, oh, this is why this major incident happened. Uh oh. I believe in a curse. If a Roman Catholic uh -oh. priest in the 1869 is cursing you, no, 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 no. It's no. going to stick, no honey. No bueno, man. No bueno. We don't, we don't fuck with curses. No. No, 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 no. That's you gotta real. come in and try what to do they get call rid it? of it. What do they call it? The Maloki. The Maloki. Well, that's the evil eye. Yeah. Which is like a curse, too. Yeah. Ooh. Girl. Mm, they got to bring something in. They need that holy water. I was like, curse. <laughs> they got to bring that holy water back and cleanse the land. And with a helicopter, just like a spray it all over the fucking place. And it'll like become a crop a duster. Yeah, fucking <laughs> crop duster of holy water. Exercise that whole town. <laughs> so McDermott oh said that God. there would be a day when St. Ignatius Roman Catholic Church would be the only structure remaining in Centralia. Another thing. I'm so getting I, goosebumps. So I was like, oh my God, is that is that real? Well, it is almost true because... Uh, so I looked up like what happened to this church, right? And so as the residents of Centralia left, which I'll tell you why, St. Ignatius continued to hold mass until the mid-1990s. 
at that time there were very you know very few parishioners but it's to sustain it so the last service was on june 25th 1995 and it remained standing until november 1997 and was finally demolished but like that's a long time over 130 years wow he was like we'll be the last one standing and what happens what we get into the whole major incident this is crazy it's real like that's really like this guy predicted Ooh, you don't want to mess with those priests and legends say that a number of descendants of the Molly Maguire still live in Centralia up in, up until the 1980s. They still live there. Okay, so. This is, uh, I'm, I'm like covered in goosebumps. Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's so weird. So at its peak, the town had seven churches, five hotels, 27 saloons, oh. two theaters, a bank, a post office, and 14 general and grocery stores. That's a big town. Yeah. I mean, not huge, but yeah. I, I was thinking it was like and a. You've got to have thousands of workers, right? Yeah, I was thinking a bit more like a sort of a one horse town where yeah. it just had, you know. Like a super small yeah. town of like, here's the But this is store. like the peak of it. Yeah, but still, it's yeah, bigger yeah, yeah. than I thought. Yeah. So the Wall Street crash of 1929 uh, resulted in the Lehigh Valley Coal Company closing five of its Centralia local mines. Bootleg miners, though, continued mining in several idle mines using techniques <gasps> such as what was called pillar robbing, where miners would extract coal from coal pillars left in mines to support their roofs. Wow. This caused the collapse of many <gasps> idle mines, which is very scary, right? Once these mines are abandoned, oh, no. like, it's scary. So in the 19, in 1950, Centralia Council acquired the rights to all anthracite coal beneath Centralia through a state law that was passed in 1949. Coal mining continued in Centralia until the 1960s. Okay, here we go. Uh -oh. So Pennsylvania had passed a precautionary law in 1956 to regulate landfill use in strip mines as landfills were known to cause destructive mine fires. So a, a land strip is is basically where it's next to a mine, but it's abandoned. Like, no one's yeah. using it anymore. So Wait, this is 1956? I mm -hmm. thought you were going to tell me an old-timey ghost story. Like, um, from the 1800s. Well, the town... That, I know the town is The old. curse is 1800s. <gasps> this happens in 1950s. Ooh, but it's still, it's like, a thing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I like this. Yeah, so the law required a permit and regular inspection for municipality to use such a pit. George Cigaritis, a regional landfill, landfill inspector who worked for the Department of Mines and Mineral Industries, became concerned about the pit in Centralia when he noticed there was holes in the walls and the floors. So they, they dig a pit to put garbage in landfill, right? They throw okay. it like your It's like a landfill for the town, right? But when you're when underneath that is coal, oh no, oh, you can't have holes in the pit or the walls right. because you don't want yeah. any the fire to get down in there. So he's concerned, and he informed uh, Joseph Tig, who was a Centralia councilman, that and uh, that the pit would require filling with an incombustible material. Oh shit! No, the okay. whole mine will blow up. Right. So, oh, no. but that was never done. Uh, I know they were, it said they were doing the it in some of these regulations. Like, like it's, it's, it's like the so airplane here. This like, is, and this is where it becomes a muck story <laughs> because of the lack of like doing, following the rules and the laws and, and like all hell breaks. Yeah, it's like the, the helicopter that we just saw. Exactly. Exactly. It, this is exactly. crazy. Yeah. So, um, that was never done. And then in May, 1962, one of the mines actually <gasps> catches fire and there's speculation, uh, as of how the fire actually started, but the fire is still burning today. What? Today. From 1962? It's still burning. If you were to go there, you would, there's four of these stacks, you know, like chimney stacks, like they're like giant and it's steel just smoke tubes. Out? And they have them throughout the town, and there's just smoke billowing out. 
today, 2023. And people are living, breathing this air with this. You can't. How are they living in this town? Girl, people are fucking stubborn. I mean, do we have to talk about MAGA again? (laughs) You know what I mean? That's all I could think about when I read about this. I'm like, these motherfuckers can't do it. So let's talk about the fire. In May 1962, the Centralia Borough Council hired five members of their volunteer fire company to clean up the town landfill located in an abandoned strip mine pit next to the Odd Fellows Cemetery just outside the borough limits. This had been done prior to Memorial Day in previous years when the landfill was in a different location. On May 27th, 1962, the firefighters, come on, they're volunteer. You know, they're not... There's no fucking training here, you know, Um, as they had in the past, set the dump on fire and let it burn for some time. But unlike in previous years, however, the fire was not fully extinguished. An unsealed opening in the pit (gasps) allowed the fire to enter the labyrinth of abandoned coal mines beneath Centralia. This is insane. So flames were seen once again on May 29th, like in the pit. So a couple days later, they didn't realize it was still burning. And they used hoses that were hooked up from Locust (laughs) Avenue. Another attempt to was made to douse the fire that night. So they're they're putting water on it. But another flare up was seen the following week on June 4th caused the and this caused the centralia centralia fire company to once again douse it with hoses <sighs> then a bulldozer stirred up the garbage <gasps> so that the men could douse concealed layers of the burning waste they think it's burning underneath oh, like no. they're just putting the water on top right a few days later a hole as wide as 15 <gasps> feet and several feet high was found at the base of the north wall pit oh shit <laughs> oh shit so this is now That's, days. No, this is days this of the fire insane. going through the coal yeah, mine. Yeah, no, no. This is insane. Garbage was concealed, had concealed the hole and prevented it from being filled with com- incombustible material. Like like I said, they they're it's not, a huge pit, but they started to like fill it with this material. And then they're like, ah. Eh. But they never got. Yeah. But like, how about we can hold off Memorial Day annual burning of the garbage yeah. until we know all the holes are filled? <laughs> Fucking stupid idiots. Um, it is possible that the hole led to the mine fire as it provided a pathway to this labyrinth of old mines under the burrow. Evidence indicates that despite these efforts to douse the fire, the landfill continued to burn. On July 2nd, Monsignor William J. Burke complained about foul odors from the <gasps> smoldering trash and coal reaching St. Ignatius oh Church. Oh my God. Which, you know, that, that old priest in the 1800s, yeah. he's standing at the door. His ghost is like, mm. <laughs> I told y'all, motherfuckers. I told you. I'm taking you down. Chickens are coming home to roost, honey. (laughs) I can't believe this. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe it's still burning today. Girl. Even then, the Centralia Council still allowed the dumping of garbage into the pit. (laughs) Again, here we are witnessing a massive thing is happening. And people are like, just throw more garbage in. Yo, how about we take a fucking beat and figure out what's going on? A call was placed to Art Joyce. He was a mine inspector from Mount Carmel, and he brought a gas detection equipment for use on the swirling wisps of smoke <gasps> that were now emanating from ground fissures oh in the north wall of the landfill pit. Oh Tess concluded that the gases seeping from the large hole in the pit wall and from cracks in the north wall contained carbon monoxide oh, concentrations yeah. typical so of die. coal mine fires. <gasps> There are, t- please don't tell me this whole town dies of like no, 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 carbon no, no, monoxide no, no. poisoning. Oh, no. no, nobody's. No. So um, the council sent a letter to the Lehigh Valley Coal Company as a formal notice of the fire. Um, it is suspected, or I'm sorry, it is speculated that the town council decided that hiding the true origin of the fire would serve better than alerting the uh, Lehigh Valley oh. Coal Company of the truth, which would most likely end in receiving no help from them. So... We're not going to tell you that we started the fire. We're going to start the fire. 
And it was always burning with the world pretending we didn't start the fire. Okay. Oh that my song. God. <laughs> That's what was going on in their head. Yeah. So they could get the company to come in and do it because they don't want to take care of it. I'm, I'm surprised they even sent the letter to be like, warning, don't send your guys down here. This possible fire. Like, I'm surprised they even did that, to be honest with you. Um, in the letter, the borough describes the starting of the fire, quote, of unknown origin during a period of unusually hot weather, end quote. Oh, oh, so suddenly something just like spontaneously combusted and fell into a fissure yeah. and started the entire mine fire. That's their story. <laughs> Proceeding, oh, proceeding okay. an August 6th meeting at the fire site, which would include officials from the LVCC and the Sequanahana Coal Company, Deputy Secretary of Mines James Schober Sr. expected that the representatives would inform him they could not afford mounting a project that would stop the mine fire. Therefore, Schober announced that he expected the state to finance the cost of digging out the fire, which was at that time around $30,000, which would be $290,000 today. At the time, the state mine inspectors in the air in the Centralia area mines almost daily were there almost daily to check for the lethal weapons of carbon monoxide. Lethal levels were found were found on August 9th and the Centralia area mines were closed the next day. Like this is now three months later. People are still walking around this town. People are still at the landmine checking on it. They're breathing in all. I mean, what the fuck? Wow. So they come up with a couple different plans. Obviously, like I said, it's still burning today, so this shit doesn't work. But it's like the fucking clown show that this is is fuck. I if I, that was where I lived, and this right. is like you know, this is the 1950s. Like if this is where your house is, this is where you're living. Like, and you've got absolute fucking buffoons running at the, the helm, and and it's just and that's that that all of that smoke is still coming out. Oh so yeah, it's all poison. Yes. So yes. how long did it take people to well, we'll get let's get into this. To evacuate. Like to go, hmm, maybe we're gonna die. Too long or too long. So let's get let's get into this what the plan of these guys come up with. Oh my god. So the the plan that the engineers came up with was to excavate around the perimeter of the dump to find how to find how deep the fire had gone. However, the project was ultimately ineffective due to multiple factors. Intentional breaching of the subterranean mine chambers allowed large amounts of oxygen to <gasps> rush in. No. Greatly worsening the fire. Now, I know we're like, what, 30 years before the movie Backdraft comes out? <laughs> but I watched it. I re It's now on Netflix. I rewatched this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Backdraft. It's still very good. You all, the By the way, Kurt Russell's so hot. You. Kurt no, Russell's you so don't, hot. No, no oxygen yeah. near the fire. What don't happened? open a door. It the, that's right. Yeah. It feeds the fire. That... <laughs> That noise from the movie yeah, was like, yeah. That, yeah, that, this is not a good idea. No. And, and in a, and in also, a mine shaft with like, yeah, oh, this also, they're not real firefighters who know backdraft, oh, right? Well. So like they're volunteers. And these motherfuckers are like, get a bulldozer and start knocking oh, air into the fire. God. Okay, so that's what, that's the first, that's the first plan that goes but terribly I feel like wrong. Even when you like make a little <laughs> campfire, yeah. you know, you, you. Well, I, maybe they're not Boy Scouts. I maybe. don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh God! Oh my God! Mm. <laughs> I keep thinking about I, I one of my when I something I think is very hot. Oh, maybe I've said this on the podcast before. Is if somebody tells me they they used to be a Boy Scout, I'm like, what's the Boy Scout motto? Like they have a, a whole motto. If they know it, huh. are you you're into that? I think I, you, I remember into you telling it. me something about an Eagle Scout. Maybe this is if, if they that's the, that's my second question. Well, I go, do you know the oath? And if they say it, I'm like. And then I go, were you an Eagle Scout? Because, honey, that means they were a nerd all through high school. <laughs> and 
That's my jam, everybody. If you're a nerd through high school, line up. Let's go. Get in line. Okay, so the second plan was to flush out the fire in October of 1962. So now, wait, this happened in 56. We're here six years later. What have they been doing the whole nothing. time? They've been so doing they, nothing. So I mean, once they let that air in, there's no way. How are you stopping? Because uh, one, you said they don't know how deep this mine is. Right. So if all of that is, you're never going to no. ever be able to take the fire. Obviously, it's still burning today. <sighs> yeah. So the this plan was to flush it out, right? So they crushed, they used crushed rocks and they were going to mix it with water and pump it into Centralia's mines ahead of the expected fire expansion. But they don't even know like where it is. Right? So, like, where are you pumping it to? How far are you going to pump? They fucking have no idea. So, this project was also ineffective due to multiple factors. Centralia experienced an unusual heavy period of snowfall and unseasonably low temperatures during the project. So, winter weather caused the water supply lines to freeze. Oh, God. <laughs> so, now it just keeps burning. Mother Nature. Listen, oh, well, this, is a, this can, is, yeah, the curse, this is the curse, by the way. This is the curse. When is all curse. your plants are failing and now you can't, the water lines are frozen. That's the curse of St. Ignatius curse. coming for your so. ass. Ugh, don't fuck with people. Eventually, your ancestors are going to be red, and this is it. Ooh, that Malok is running strong over <laughs> it's here. It's real. So, okay, furthermore. Put the evil eye on the whole town. <laughs> Damn. By the way, if somebody curses you, don't move next door to me. Like, oh, go no, live no, far no, away. No, no. Yeah, you got to get far away. If someone puts a curse on you, go live in a cave in the middle of fucking nowhere. Leave us out of it. Oh, I don't man. want my town cursed. Get the fuck no. out of here. As soon as I heard that, I'd be like, it's in the 1800s. You got a curse. We got to go. I know. This town has, is cursed. <laughs> we have to go. Keep going. Keep that buggy moving. We're, oh. we're leaving here. Keep that buggy moving. <laughs> oh, my God. Onward. <laughs> oh, there's a place called Pittsburgh. Let's go there. That sounds good. <laughs> Pittsburgh. It's right down the street. Yeah, let's just go there. <laughs> okay. So furthermore, the rock grinding machine froze during the, the blizzards, the windy blizzards. So they couldn't even crush the rock that they wanted to crush. Um, and meanwhile, the fire's burning. I mean, at yeah. least they could go there for some warmth. <laughs> That's way to be positive. <laughs> we could always count on that for Tina. Way to be positive. They could just uh, roast some marshmallows, yeah. warm their hands. It'd be nice. Okay, so uh, both problems in the inhibited timely mixture and administration of the crushed rock slurry. There was a third plan that wasn't supposed to start until after the new year, 1963, but it was like a combination of the other two plans and they just abandoned them. They just said, wow, these aren't going to work. Clearly they didn't work. I mean, they had to realize here. Like, the, the magnitude of yeah. the fire at this point that yeah. there's no, and it's seven years later. So like, oh what the fuck? So, um, it basically was left alone at that point and just allowed to burn. Um, and although there was physical and visible evidence of the fire, residents of Centralia were like bitterly divided over the question of whether or not the fire posed a direct threat to the town, um, which again I is insane to me. Would 100% just the fumes coming out would make me run. Like, but then it's the 60s. Yeah. And are they like, oh, to you know, are they thinking of, of of toxic air the same way we do today? I don't you know think what I so. Mean? But but they had a machine that said it's carbon monoxide. Like we know it's what that is. Yeah. And I just, it goes to like, it doesn't matter if it's good for you or bad for you. Like even this is it's a physical stubborn, thing. Yeah. Your children, right? 
and we're divided over that? Like, that just seems like something it. that well, we can all get behind. But if you're divided, d- just leave the town. Yeah, it just is fucked. I would so, leave the town. I mean, what are they yeah, doing there? I don't know. Because they can't work the mines anymore, that particular right. mine. That's true. So in the book, The Real Disaster is Above Ground, Steve Kroll Smith and Steve Couch identified at least six community groups, each organized around varying interpretations of the amount and kind of risk posed by the fire. Oh my six God. groups in this small town. So and like, I love the title of that book, is, by the way. The real dis- disaster is above ground. It's not the fire. Yeah. It's the fucking idiots running yeah. around going, ooh. I mean, oh, God. Oh, that I should can't. be the mantra for America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the calls are coming from inside yes. the house. I mean, God. Uh, of course, many were concerned with the health of everyone living there, but also the property values, et cetera, right? Like, oh who my f- God. how do we get out of here now? Now, how do we get Who's out? Who's going to buy our house? Yeah. Which I I didn't even think about that. Like, cause if you don't own, even if you own your house outright mortgage or not, like, yeah, who's coming in? Yeah. Unless you sell it to like the mining company or something, you know? And why do they want it? Their mind's on fire. (laughs) Right. They're they're not there anymore either. In 1979, locals became aware of the scale of the problem when a gas station owner, then mayor John Coddington, inserted a dipstick into one of his underground tanks to check the level, the fuel level, right? Like, you know how gas stations have those giant? Yes. So that's how he should. When he withdrew it, it seemed hot. (gasps) By the way, like, how about even considering that? Like, what is this going to affect that's underground? Like a a giant gas thing is is hot? I didn't even think about this. So the whole Neither did they, Tina. And he owns the gas station. Oh, girl. He lowered a thermometer into the tank on a string, and it was he was shocked to discover the temperature of the gasoline in the tank was 172 <gasps> degrees. So what does he do? How do you get? How do you? What do you? Girl, what I do don't you do. Know. You throw some ice in there, but <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> I would be so. Fr- I'm freaked out. Anyway, I mean, you know, I go get gas, and I'm always like, like, is someone gonna like flick a cigarette? Is it gonna be like? <laughs> oh a, what's that that movie? happened to me yesterday. No. <laughs> I was pumping the gas, and I was sitting in my driver's seat while it was going, and I was like, oh my god, I smell. And I look, and the I don't know if it was screwed the right way from the hose to the handle <gasps> and it was just dripping out. And all I could think of is, oh my God, what if somebody throws a fucking cigarette yes. over here? I'm dead. And so I like kind of moved the hose and it stopped leaking. But I was like, this is, I went inside. I'm like, you guys need to check that hose. I don't want someone to get hurt. Like I was, I had the same fear every time. Like, what is that? What, it's, what is the movie? Uh, 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 Zoolander. Oh my God. Right, isn't it Zoolander? What I have no idea. With, uh, with, uh, it's got Alexander Skarsgård. I, I haven't really watched that movie. Oh my God. It's what's his face? Ben Stiller. Yeah. But they're yeah. at the gas station. It's wake me up before you go goes playing. And he, cause he's got all these like model roommates and they're spraying themselves with gasoline. Oh and my like, God. so stupid. It's, he's so stupid. Oh God. He's so funny. Oh my, but Alexander so Skarsgård. Oh, honey. <laughs> it's a baby Alexander Skarsgård too. He's so cute. <laughs> but anyway, that's what I think of. Like, And it's like, wake me up. And like the song fades out because everyone like blows up. It's so stupid. Oh my God. You've never seen this? No. You I should mean. watch Stupid. If you want just a completely stupid movie. Mm. Okay. All right. I mean. <laughs> so beginning in 1980. <laughs> This is unbelievable. Adverse. Like still, wait, what happened to the gas tank? Nothing. This no. This is when they're all starting to figure. Oh, okay. Oh, this is yeah, yeah. No, this is like when they're finally kind of waking up to like something's not right here. Uh, beginning in 1980, adverse health effects were reported by several people due to byproducts of the fire: carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, and low oxygen levels. 
Statewide attention to the fire began to increase, culminating on February 14th, 1981, when a 12-year-old resident (gasps) named Todd Dombowski fell into a (gasps) sinkhole that was four feet wide by 150 feet deep that suddenly opened beneath his feet in his grandmother's backyard, but saved himself by grabbing onto a tree root. How about this kid? It's like Spider-Man. But yeah, because everything's under, everything's the ground is not the, safe. The ground listen, isn't safe Those now. sinkholes are happening all over Florida now. Hello, this is another. I saw a video where the sinkhole happened. His car went right into it. And I yeah. said, does anybody understand that this is the end of the world? Does anybody <laughs> see that the end of the world is happening? The streets are flooded. It's the end of the world as, as we, we know, know it. it. And I feel fine. That's I don't. I gotta tell you, feel fine. I don't the world feel is fine like about this, it. That's why they feel fine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They don't know. What's they don't happening. know that the world's on fire. I mean, the DJ in the corner, she's not going to know the world's oh on fire. Oh my God, this woman! <laughs> we were obsessed with this yes. woman. I've never seen anyone on the phone more. I've than- never seen somebody who doesn't just does not give a fuck. <laughs> does not. And then give she'd a just fuck. be like, "Oh yeah, come back Friday and Saturday if you want yeah. more of this." It's like no one wants yeah. more of this. And, BS, and then I said to Tina, "The audacity of the tip bowl." There was a tip bowl. I'm like, for what though? For what? Crazy. All right, listen. Sorry, we're bitching about this DJ again. I mean, whatever. Here's the thing that bothers me. Like, I, the pressure to keep a roof over my head at that age, she's got to be in her early 20s, right? The pressure to just be able to pay my own bills and keep a roof over my head was real. And that is not how you act at a job if that's what you're, that's what you're, you know, the pressure's on you. Yeah, no. Right? Like, she's, I I don't want to make assumptions. She probably lives at home. Right, like there's no, there's no sort of like pressure She's to like, whatever. She did do jazz hands, so we have to give her that. Uh, no, I give her nothing. No, I give her okay. nothing. She did jazz hands with the. I was very shooting. upset. I was upset with her. She was rude to me. She was rude to me. <gasps> Remember? Oh yes, with yeah. the song. Yeah. I mean, she's a dick. So we're not coming back. Well, I mean, maybe, but no. not for a while. No, never. <laughs> That's the threat. Yeah, we'll come back, but it'll be a long time. Yeah, we just gotta. We're waiting out. We gotta wait. You'll out be fine without us, but we'll. <laughs> Not going to bring business here anymore. <laughs> so the plume of hot steam billowing from the hole of this hole, the sinkhole the kid almost fell down, was tested and found to contain a lethal level of carbon monoxide. Also, it does, don't tell me that shit's not coming up out of the ground. Yeah, of course. Like, just because you don't see and the then, like, smoke but, or but steam. But what if they're, like, you know, growing vegetables? Or oh, girl, what? please. No. Like how much? I, I... No. So they've had to do, like, a cancer study of this town, I'm sure. I wonder, or lung disease. The lungs, the lungs, the lungs. At the time of the sinkhole collapse, U.S. Rep. James Nelligan, who represented this area, I don't know how he's not there 24 hours a fucking day. How do you go campaigning all over this county and district and roll through that fucking place? There's holes in the ground. There's steam coming up. People got five arms. (laughs) What the fuck is going on here? And he's like, can I get your vote? Yeah. Yeah, you can get our vote if you could stand in the dumpster fire and inhale that carbon monoxide for five minutes piece of shit and governor dick thornburg were visiting the town to assess the area because now this kid almost fell in the hole and it's like uh oh and everybody's everybody's rushing to the town um in in 1983 20 years after this shit started the u.s congress allocated more than 42 million dollars for relocation efforts now we got to get everybody out because it's it's over like there's no way we can stay here we can't allow you to stay here this is a hazard it's been 20 years. Wait a minute, but... Oh, do, oh God, you're going to tell me about the people that stayed. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, nothing crazy. I mean, oh. they just refused to leave. I mean, they're, That's you know, crazy. They're like, 
what are you gonna do? So relocation meaning like they said we'll buy out your house, yeah. move you move somewhere else. Yeah, did they give them money? Yes. Okay. Nearly all of the residents ex- residents accepted the government's buyout offers. More than a thousand people out of the town uh, of and five hundred structures were demolished. So a thousand people moved out. They knocked down all these buildings because there's no reason for these houses to be there anymore. Yeah. If those those fall into the ground like it'll be a whole thing. So they. Just tore everything down. By 1990, the census recorded 63 remaining residents. In 1992, Pennsylvania Governor Bob Casey invoked eminent domain on all property (gasps) in the borough, condemning all the buildings within it. A subsequent legal effort by residents to overturn the action failed. Why? I I don't. Get out. What are you doing? Why do you want to stay in a place where you can't breathe the air? It's got to be one of those. Are these old people? It's got to be one of those things where it's like, you're not going to, government's not going to tell me. It's got to be that. Like, that's all I could think of is like, again, this is a theme of today. I've been here 60 years and I'm fine. This is the theme of today's episode. You're sitting in the, it's like you're sitting in a burning building and you're like, I'm fine. Like that little dog meme, right? Yeah. It's this, it's the theme of everything that's happening today in the world in this thing like that's what it is i'm i'm you're not going to tell me what to do all right well we can't if people want to what are you gonna yeah but but can't they have them removed if they have eminent domain Mm, i don't know so well let's get into so like now they're squatting yeah they're squatters only 16 homes were still standing by 2006 which was reduced to 11 by 2009 when governor ed rendell began the formal eviction of the remaining centralia residents residents john kormarninsky and John Lokitis Jr. were evicted in May and July of 2009, respectively. In May 2009, the remaining residents mounted another legal effort in reverse to reverse the 1992 eminent domain claim. In 2010, only five homes remained as state officials tried to vacate the remaining residents and demolish what was left of the town. In March 2011, a federal judge refused to issue an injunction that would have stopped the condem- condemnation. In February 2012, the Commonwealth Court ruled that a declaration of taking uh, could not be reopened or set aside on the basis that the purpose of the condemnation no longer exists. So seven people, including the borough council president, had filed a, a suit claiming the condemnation was no longer needed because the underground fire had moved and the air quality in the borough was the same of that in Lancaster. So they're saying the fire is not there anymore, but it's still coming out of these pipes. Yeah. Well, where the hell's the fire now? I'm telling you, it's Where's still there. Where's it moving? I don't know. And then what other towns are be having? The, the, the maybe, maybe it's why it's so hot here. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's moved south for the winter. And in October 2013, the remaining <laughs> residents settled their lawsuit, receiving $218,000 in compensation for the value of their homes, along with $131,500 to settle additional claims and the right to stay in their homes for the rest of their lives. This was you know 10 what? years ago. If they want to stay, stay. I mean... W- yeah. This is insane. Yeah. So, but then, you're, okay, you have seven houses in a town. There's no theater. There's no grocery store. So, and they say right. Lancaster apparently must be the close. next town. So they're just driving out I was for thinking everything. the same thing. Like, yeah. what, what, who wants to live that isolated? I don't know. But also, like, the ground is not safe underneath yeah, you. Yeah, like, you're going to go walking every night in your bed. Day. Yeah. It's weird. So here's the thing. that the the Because of this whole area, because of what has happened there, it becomes this like tourist attraction to go through this ghost town, right? Wouldn't you be and afraid to fall in a sinkhole while yes, you're walking through that town? Them. There's signs that say danger, don't come through here, but people fucking love it, right? Oh, you know, so, people on Instagram are probably, you know, those, yeah. those people that but do the that thing, shit But the thing Instagram. was to go see the smoke, right? Like the whole thing. The, people love to like, oh, they want to go. let me go breathe some carbon monoxide. That sounds yeah. fun. So, uh, 
Who's doing that? I don't know. I talked about Route 61 in the beginning of the episode, which is the, the road that was built going yeah. in and out of the town in the 1800s. So one mile stretch of Route 61 was abandoned in 1993 when, because of the fire burning underneath, a portion of the highway buckled and collapsed. So tourists would come. And they would spray paint all over the highway. And I have a picture of it in my notes. It actually is really fucking cool to see this highway. Like there's drone pictures from above and people just come and like write their name or whatever. It's like a whole thing. <laughs> well, the people who live in the town are very, I don't know. These people who are left there are just very, they're very upset. And they, they don't, don't want like anybody coming there. They don't want anybody coming through there. So in April of 2020, in the part, early part of COVID-19, when everybody was locked down, right? The property owners that are live, still living there made a decision to cover over the graffiti on the highway section of old Route 61. What, did they get? what, what is wrong with this? I don't know. They took several mounds of dirt and laid it over the area, <laughs> thus ending a decades-long fascination with the desolate stretch of road. Like, this is the only reason people are coming through there. And they're like, you know what? We don't want anybody coming through here. I mean, but how Fuck do you, you Fuck even- your graffiti. So, so I'm just like curious too, on a, on a, on a governance sense, Mm -hmm. there's five people in a town that is now a ghost town. Yeah. So obviously there's no mayor commission. Mm. How do the taxes work? Like, is it part of like Lancaster County? You know what I mean? Like where are their taxes going? Yeah. There's a council president. There's a council president of the five people. But (laughs) another thing is they had, they had like an electric bill for a month for the whole town's $92. Their bill's $92. How? Well, I might, well, things are warm with the fire underneath. <laughs> I guess they don't need. Yeah, there's well, there's nobody. Li- there's basically, nobody living there. And so, one of the houses, which is kind of, they say people would go into t- in the town because, I don't know, it's just weird. It's like um, Rosewood when we talk about Rosewood, yeah. Florida, and you see there's like one house left, or you see where houses used to be, and yeah. everything's overgrown. That's no, what this I mean, town looks that's like. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but I anything that w- with the potential of just collapsing yeah. underneath me. Yeah, like. Why are you going there? Or I, I bet you people are like, hey, kids, let's go see this tourist attraction yeah, yeah, yeah. and bring in their kids there. There was a, so one of the houses, it's kind of famous to go see there. It It's a two-story house, but on the side of it is just rows of bricks. Like uh, they look like giant chimneys because it used to be a row of houses. And so to keep it from falling down, they had to put these like uh, posts up almost or something to keep it standing because that those people refused to leave. So they took down all the other houses that were next to it. This is crazy. It's yeah. bizarre. I mean, at this point, they've got to be. Yeah, they're old. Yeah. They're old. And then the council. And you got this one guy that's like, I'm the council president telling these four people what to do. But also, you, we got, you got $300,000. Get the fuck Get out. out of there. You can buy you a can nice house buy, in Pennsylvania somewhere. You can buy a gorgeous house yeah. in Pennsylvania. But then you're around people. And then, you know, you don't have that sweet carbon monoxide. I mean, oh, you know what? That <laughs> going probably, up your nose every they're day. They're probably just like whoop, whoop, whoop all oh, day. Yeah. You know? Like they're, they're high. Tr- yeah. They're doing, it's whippets, basically. <laughs> <laughs> is it whippets? Is that what we're doing? Birdie, 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 stuff, stuff, stuff. What is that? It's when you take whippets. Everything's like, ooh. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know either. I'm just saying. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Centralia, Pennsylvania. Weirdo, weirdo town. That's, this, I, I, it's, it's an example of how a town went, went uh, completely awry because of bad leadership. It's bad leadership, but. (laughs) No one taking responsibility for their actions. (laughs) If they would have just, even before they did the bulldozer, like brought in experts to say, how do we mitigate this before we fuck it up even more? And also if Pennsylvania. But but they have that ego, right? Like they don't. You know, everything's a chess game, right? With the mining company, this and that. And yeah. But also like they don't even, um, 
like there was clearly a law of why Pennsylvania passed this. They passed a law, like what I think he said, 1949, where it was like, you have to put a lining in this yes. dump because this must have happened before. Like it had to have happened. Yeah, I mean, it's making because me think of laws, like how many yeah. areas of the country are right. burning. But also like our, they don't make stupidity. laws for nothing. They make laws because something happened. You know, we, we're never going to yeah. be ahead of the curve. We got to, the bad thing has to happen before you make a change. So this had to have happened somewhere else. Yeah, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, or somewhere. My God, oh. idiots! <laughs> Fucking idiot. And then, like, hey, kids, let's go for a trip. Yeah. No. Well, I would go. You would go. I'd yeah. be so scared. I'd go to that highway. I don't know if I'd want to go into the town. Or I don't know if I want to be anywhere. But the near, highway like, collapsed. The too. air is like. Yeah, I don't want to breathe that air. No. It's got enough problems in my life. I don't need to be breathing carbon yeah. monoxide on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. The air here. I mean, well, what are we talking about? I know. Oh, girl. What are we doing? What are we doing? Might well. That's our that's our <laughs> episode for the week. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy gobble gobble. Have a good oh man. Eat all that food. Mm. Oh Have it. Eat it. Have food, fun. Food, food. Love your family. What is your best part of Thanksgiving? Your favorite food? First of all, Thanksgiving has always been my favorite holiday. Love oh. because of I'd be able to see all my family on Thanksgiving. Um, oh, I'm a I'm a sides girl, you know. Yeah, I'm no, a vegetarian. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. eat what, the turkey. What's your favorite side? Um, it's got to be mashed potatoes. Oh. Has to be mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. Do yeah. you like stuffing? Yeah. So, but you have to do I, vegetarian stuff. Well, I will eat stuffing out of the bird, but I'm, I'd prefer it not right. be made that way. But. And We're my brother, it. I like it. My brother, I go to my brother's house. He deep fries the turkey. Oh. So we don't have to, there's no stuffing in that. Yeah. My, um, my mom used to stuff the bird, mm -hmm. but we have my mom too. Um, some uh, relatives that, you don't. know, same thing. Yeah. Like, you know, they can't, they're vegetarian. And so we just cook the stuffing outside. Yeah. And oh, I, when I got a plate of mashed potatoes, green bean casserole. Do you like sweet potatoes? No, I'm not a big fan of sweet potatoes. You're not potatoes. a sweet potato. Mm -hmm. Okay. Again, it's sweet. That and then, then you put the marshmallows oh, on it. I'm do like, you no, do mac and cheese on Thanksgiving? Yes, yes, you yes, do. Yeah. My son was begging for mac and cheese, yeah. and I was like, no, no, no. We're ta if we're gonna do past, <laughs> like, I'm like, we're gonna do like ravioli or something. And and he's like, no, I just want mac and cheese. Yeah. And I said no. Um, but uh, his uncle's making mac and cheese, and he's like, I love. He makes the best mac and cheese. So oh, he's nice. like super excited about that. Um, we used to. I think the mac and cheese came into our family Thanksgiving when the kids were born. I think oh. that that's a thing. I think so. I, I don't know. I remember making mac and cheese on Christmas and stuff, but yeah. No, if I, All right. And what's your so favorite good. Thanksgiving dessert? Um, God, my, my sister-in-law, Emily, God bless my brother and my sister-in-law. They always have us up there and she, she's such a good cook. Number one, it's fucking insane. Thank God she's in this family. <laughs> and, uh, she makes good desserts. She makes like a coconut chocolate thing. And she also makes oh. like an, uh, uh, like an Oreo mud <gasps> pie with the pudding. Now you're talking to Girl, me. Girl, because I'm not a pumpkin pie. I'm not either. I can't do a pumpkin pie. I'm not. I, now, I mean, I, I've an had apple pumpkin, pie. Okay. Have you had pumpkin cheesecake? That's pretty good. That's okay. And I make like, remember that pumpkin bunk cake thing that I made? Yes. Oh, that I can do because it's yeah. a cake. No, but it's like the, the pie. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's no, something no, about no. the sponginess. I don't no, no, know. No, no, It's like a flan or something. It's like a, no, yeah. I can't do it. No. My mom's always like, put whipped cream on it. I'm like, I saw a funny picture. Where it was like all this whipped cream and you see like a teeny piece of slice of pie. I'm like, that's how I would eat my pumpkin pie. Like, I can't take it. It's so gross. Ugh. 
I don't like it. I never eat it. I don't like eggnog either. And I like eggnog. I know you do. I I can't. But you gotta have because if you put the you know you put the right amount of whiskey in it, (laughs) you know what I mean, and it it cuts back on the right amount of whiskey makes everything taste good. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You gotta try it. All right. Okay. Well. That's our Thanksgiving. Yes. Yes. So I'm sure you were so excited to hear about all of that. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you in December. (gasps) Bye. Bye. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support the Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.